Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, here's what we're going to do on the show right now. Bring in Double D for MVP Monday. Here are your nominees for Monday MVP. MVP! I have to say, Kate, it is it is quite amusing to watch you struggle with your coffee addiction as I sit here and I don't I haven't had a cup of coffee or any kind of coffee in my life for at least five years. I, I drink water religiously. People always joke with me that I'm the biggest man they've ever seen drink as much water as I do. So there's there's a catch <laughs> 22 there. But yeah, I I don't drink coffee at all and I want to say neither does Matt. Matt doesn't drink coffee either. He's a big uh energy drink guy, but he does not drink coffee. You guys are all serial killers. I don't know what <laughs> in the world is happening. How are all of you on this show don't drink any coffee? Neither does Bill. The whole behind-the-scenes show. The whole behind-the-scenes show. You guys, okay, I always say this about people. Like, like if you have a really weird, quirky trait, like, that's your serial killer trait, right? Like, it's just (laughs) odd. It's something that you can see this. Yes, this person could be a serial killer because of this. Bill, never having had a cup of coffee before, that is your serial killer trait right there. I, I can't even get over that. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, that's wild. Never. A, a fellow, a fellow uh, BetQL host ha- has named mine. I put ketchup on macaroni, boxed macaroni and cheese, and he says that's my serial killer trait. So, yeah, I, that's disgusting. I had a that friend is. in college that did that with ramen noodles, but he wouldn't cook the ramen noodles. He would dip it in ketchup, like the hard ramen noodles, and just crunch away. It was crazy, man. I mean, listen, it was college, oh. right? So we, you know. Wasn't always he clear mind, but was, uh, you know he was really poor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so if yeah. there's college poor, then there's there's hard ramen noodles and ketchup poor. <laughs> Those are two different. The vets things. didn't always get home. I'm a seasoned veteran, you know what I mean. But the vets didn't always <laughs> yeah. hit. We had to take our lumps when we were younger. All right, going from uh, serial killer nominees to MVP nominees. Here is nominee number one, Aaron Jones, Packers. Love Jones getting near the goal line. Is he in? He is. Touchdown, Green Bay on the opening drive. Aaron Jones up the gut, surging forward. 
He's in. Touchdown, Green Bay. Jones again. Running left, running up the middle, and running in for a touchdown. The third today for Aaron Jones. Jones rushed 21 times for 118 yards and three touchdowns as the Packers became the first seven seed to win a playoff game in the NFL history. Jones and the Packers ran out to a 27-0 lead and were up 48-16 late in the fourth quarter. Nominee number two, Rashi Rice, Chiefs. He's heating him up. Here comes the blitz. Mahomes throws in the middle. Rice got it. Rashi Rice taking off. Rice down the sideline. Inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. From the 11, Mahomes running across. Rice brings it in to the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. What an opening drive. In frigid cold temperatures, Rice caught eight passes for 130 yards and a touchdown as the Chiefs down the Dolphins 26-7 in the fourth coldest playoff game in NFL history. Rice set a career high in receiving yards and was just one catch off his career high in receptions. Nominee number three, C.J. Stroud, Texans. We got Fant in at left tackle as this one goes to Brevin Jordan, the tight end, makes a man miss, and then shows off the speed. Jordan, pedal to the middle, he's gone. Touchdown, Texans, 76 yards. Good protection, loads it up, fires downfield. Excellent touch, perfectly delivered. Touchdown, Dalton Schultz. Stroud strikes again for 37 yards. Stroud threw for 274 yards and three touchdowns as the Texans crushed the Browns 45-14. Stroud finished 16-21 of on the day and became the youngest quarterback to ever win a playoff game. And nominee number four, the Detroit Lions. Game five, Goss going to throw, and it's caught by St. Brown for a first down. And business is done. And Detroit, for the first time in 32 years, your Lions have won a playoff game. How about it? The Lions hold off a late Rams rally and win 24-23 for their first playoff victory in 32 years. Jared Goff beats his old team throwing for 277 yards and one touchdown. St. Brown caught seven passes for 110 yards, and Detroit scored twice on the ground. So, Mark, you can go off book if you would like, do a little off-the-menu ordering, or you can pick one of the four that we've given you, who is your Monday MVP? Oh, it's got to be Rossi Rice, I think. I mean, pony up SMU. You love to see it. Listen, it's one thing to have a big game in the playoffs, but when you steal the show on the big stage, make Taylor Swift's boyfriend look in, in, inconsequential right in front of her face, you got to give it to Rossi Rice. Who knows? Maybe we see, uh, you know, Rossi Rice, Taylor Swift hit it off in the future. I love him developing, being that number one guy for Patrick Mahomes. So to me, it's got to be Rashi Rice. Mark is going with the uh, the Taylor Swift's just after the best player on the field. She doesn't even like Kelsey. Just whoever is the star of the Chiefs is who Taylor's going after. Um, I'm so I heard torn they did a jersey swap the- after the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would actually be kind of awesome. Um, uh, I, I'm actually really, really torn between all, all of these. Um, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions solely because it's been 32 years since they won a playoff game. And just the narrative of Jared Goff beating his old team that kind of threw him to the side and said, you know what, you're not good enough to win us a Super Bowl here. We're moving on from you. We're bringing in Matthew Stafford. And uh, Jared Goff just very poised yesterday, brings the Lions a home playoff win for the first time in 23 years, beats his old squad, kind of gets to shove it uh, in their face. And uh, Amon Ron St. Brown playing pretty well throughout all of that. So I think I have to go with the Lions. But I could make a case for for Stroud and uh, Aaron Jones too, David. I know you're laughing at I, me right now because I hate this game and I don't like um, <laughs> anyone to feel bad. But I think the Lions are my are my pick. <laughs> as as we give out participation awards to everyone else, right, Kate? You know, it's just the participation <laughs> ribbons, yes. and I I, 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 I like, be happy. I, I I agree with you, Kate. All all four of these are great. You both pick great ones, but you're both wrong. It's Aaron Jones. What is the definition of an yeah. MVP? An MVP is a guy who who makes the team better and and is missed when he is gone. If you look at this Green Bay Packer team without Aaron Jones, it is a completely different team. This team has been on a roll since Aaron Jones has come back from injury. He makes that team legitimately scary. And I'm going to say this right now. I might sprinkle a little something on the Green Bay Packers to go into San Francisco and beat the 49ers. Aaron Jones can control the state of the Packers winning and losing. And for that, I give him the MVP of the Monday because without Aaron Jones, I do not think the Packers go into Dallas and beat the Cowboys the way they did yesterday. See what happens that when you don't drink be... coffee? My guy's losing his mind. Now he's going Packers money line. He's going all out. <laughs> In San Francisco? Yeah, I thought you were going to say I'm going to sprinkle Packers Super Bowl, and I just thought, David, what, what in the world? <laughs> no, no. But I, I agree with you. I mean, Aaron Jones, he was my – he was the one I was debating between as well um, because, I mean – over the last 14 games, or first 14 games of the season for the Packers, rather, they didn't have a 100-yard rusher. All of a sudden, Aaron Jones comes back, and he's had a, at least 110 yards in each of his last four games. So, I mean, the guy is just playing unbelievable right now. And to your point, David, yeah, they probably, the Packers probably would not have won that game if it weren't for Aaron Jones. So, he gets my uh, my participation award but honorable mention be a little bit we'll, 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 we'll do honorable mention, honorable mention i would love to give an honorable mention to cj stroud for the love of god the kid's a rookie and he goes mm -hmm. in there and just shows up and shows out unbelievable performance by cj stroud yeah i mean they're all great choices i mean when you think about it, like even the detroit lions like when when you can make your fans cry in the stands you know, with happiness because they've been waiting for this moment for so long. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, man. Like, that's what football is all about. You know, me being from Philadelphia, I know that feeling. Like, we were doormats for a while before we started winning, and we finally won the Super Bowl. It was just, you know, it, it was the time of, a you know, an event of a lifetime, you know. And, you know, to see the way the fans reacted to that win, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know what that feels like, uh, being a Bears fan. <laughs> 
so I can't uh, I can't really add to that. David, you're not a Bears fan, are you? Wait, who, who's your team? Let's not Pittsburgh? bring let, let's not bring up the, the you know the twenty eight to seven you know debacle of Atlanta Falcons against New England Patriots. I I can't no. You're a Falcons fan. I am a Falcons fan. I've been a Falcons fan ever since Jerry Glanville was the head coach there. They brought in oh, wow. the, they that brought in the guys. all black uniforms and who was yeah. their guy? Neon Dion Sanders, baby. I mean, I had a poster of primetime before primetime was primetime. <laughs> so, okay. So here's a question for you. Some people on social media think that uh, prime should bring prime time to Dallas and take over for the Cowboys. Uh, what do you think about that? I don't think, I don't think the NFL works for Dion. I, I, what Dion does is, ins- <laughs> is inspire youth inspire youth to come Mm -hmm. there and he didn't do that great of a job inspiring youth this year because he couldn't get the right people we'll see what he does in the next three to four years but I don't think he has the same effect on grown men who are getting paid a lot of money to play the game yeah I'm with you I don't think I I don't think he's able to do the same things um inspirational wise or you know get his players to buy into things quite like he has uh, at Colorado and at Jackson State in the NFL it just doesn't work that way to your point grown men getting paid a ton they aren't going to want to be you know told what to do in the same sense that college kids are okay with that because college kids need that direction and that's kind of the um what college football is all about uh but Mark any thoughts on prime going to Dallas yeah I I think it's like his his biggest strength right now is recruiting and being able to get people kind of like build that culture there at Colorado. So I would be shocked if he made the jump to the NFL. Listen, money's money, man. So like if, if the check is big enough, I'm sure he'll go, but I think there's other areas that Jerry Jones going to, is going to look at. And I think it's going to be a very interesting situation. If Mike McCarthy um, does, you know, lose his job over this loss to the Packers. Yeah. Jerry Jones didn't seem too happy in his uh, post game comments i would be a little scared to have a meeting which uh, he, i guess he had a meeting planned with mike mccarthy today regardless because they were going to go over you know the big win and the plan uh, going forward <laughs> but that's not happening and uh, i'm not sure i'd be wanting to meet with jerry jones today if i were mccarthy for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts